Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, October 9th. If you're watching at YouTube, and I know we got a new, a lot of new listeners on YouTube, folks, your boy is beaming. Ear-to-ear grin. My best weekend gambling of the NFL season. It was a banger of a weekend. In the contest, 5-0, and Finally bouncing back. It was an ugly one for four last week. So I'm now 13 and 12 above 500. But basically, if you listen to Friday's podcast, I think every side hit. A, a total, couple totals missed. But it was an unbelievably great weekend on the NFL front. And the Jets won in Denver. Left town in ski masks after kind of stealing one. <laughs> 31 points and they had one offensive touchdown. We will take it. Folks, it was just an unbelievable Sunday in the NFL. Started with the Bills losing. Gotta love that. Um, overall, I can't complain. You know, we're in October. I got my Halloween costume. I cannot reveal it yet. It's the wife's idea. We're, you know, doing a, a tandem thing. And um, you, you know me. Like, she had a couple ideas, and I had to shoot them down and said, listen, <laughs> it's Halloween. <laughs> you know, I, 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 fine, I won't wear a tank top on Halloween, but I kind of look cool a little bit. So I think I have a good outfit. We'll discuss it as we get closer uh, to October 31st. But we got to start, folks, with the beatdown. By the Bay, holy cow. So all week last week, all the chatter was, well, hey, hey, listen, San Francisco's whooping up on people, but they haven't beaten anybody. You got J-Mac over here talking about Brock Purdy MVP after one week, and then some Christian McCaffrey MVP. Like, stop it. The Dallas defense is here. They are legit. San Fran, we don't know Brock Purdy. You know, we, we do this, this whataboutism. Well, what about Brock Purdy? Come on, he was a seventh pick, seventh round pick, the dead last pick in the draft. And, like, really, like, you know, he got hurt against the Eagles. So, I know he's never lost a start in the NFL. But, like, come on, he hasn't been that. Look at the defenses he's faced. There's all these excuses. Oh, well, he's got the, he's got the greatest skill position players. He's got, he's got all the weapons. Like, we keep making excuses for Brock Purdy. And I don't know what else he can do after Sunday night to convince people that Brock Purdy is slam dunk 100%, lock it up, one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL. And I'll go through the 10 shortly. But, like, we're talking about a national TV game 
all the money's coming in on Dallas, shrinking the line, line moving toward the Cowboys. So the big market, uh, big money gamblers, $100,000 figures, they like Dallas in this one. All the sharps go, ah, Brock Purdy, I don't know. We'll see. Brock Purdy, four touchdown passes, slicing and dicing Dan Quinn's defense. It's funny because George Kittle, slow start to the season. I'm sure you have him in fantasy. Uh, we have him on my son's team. And it, not a lot of big games. And it's almost as if Shanahan is really just taking his time. A heavy dose of McCaffrey every week. But one week it's Ayuk. Uh, Ayuk. One week it's Debo Samuel. Last week Debo Samuel did nothing. This week it's George Kittle. Folks, Brock Purdy is doing whatever he wants to anyone in the NFL. And yes, he has a masterful play caller in Kyle Shanahan. And you saw the stat last night. NBC showed it on Sunday Night Football. Since, I believe it was 2020, the uh, No, I'm sorry. It's this season. You saw it last night. This season, the San Francisco 49ers have 31 points scored on the opening drive, most in the NFL. They're unbelievable off the script. You just you saw Dallas's defense look totally befuddled. And listen, Dallas has a good defense. When they play, you know, cellar dwellers and quarterbacks who can't read defenses, yeah, they're going to bottle them up. Uh, Mac Jones can't do a damn thing. We will get to Mac Jones. Trust we will get to Mac Jones, okay? You know we like the Saints here on the pod. Um, when they face Zach Wilson, yeah, they're going to mix up coverages and, and make him confused, okay? Daniel Jones, whoop the damn do Can't do anything. Brock Purdy, how about them apples? All Purdy did, four touchdown passes, and you started to see it if you went online during the game last night. Oh, wait, is Brock Purdy going to be an MVP candidate? I quickly, I said, folks, we, we gave it out after week one. Purdy the MVP. Could you could you buy stock in Purdy MVP plus twenty five hundred at the time? I think I saw FanDuel dealing plus seven fifty, you know. And we obviously Dra- DraftKings sponsor folks. We told you after week one we're giving away money, literally giving away money. I hope you went and got some some Brock Purdy. I hope you did because he right now top ten quarterback, undeniable. You can't even say, well, no, no, it's this, it's that. No, just shut up. All they do is score thirty plus points in every game that Brock Purdy starts. Look at the numbers this season. They don't lie. So I'll give you, Rob G and I went through the 10 quarterbacks. Now, Rob has it a little less than 10. I've got it at eight. Here are my guys. No particular order. Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence. And yes, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get some pullback on Lawrence. He has some gross missteps occasionally. Happens. Uh, Justin Herbert. So that's three. Josh Allen. Joe Burrow. I know he's digged up. Let's not do recency bias, okay? This is right now best quarterbacks in the NFL, not like last two weeks. Like, you know, a sample size is 16 games at least a season, okay? At least, okay? So that's five. Then you got uh, Jalen Hurts would be six. Lamar Jackson would be the seventh. Again, this is no particular order. I go Matt Stafford eight. I'll put Tua in there at nine, and I will have Brock Purdy Ten. Those are your ten best quarterbacks now, and I cannot find an argument to push any of those out. If you want to get granular, who would you rather have? Well, then, yeah, you'll take some things into consideration, like Matt Stafford's age. He's getting up there. Uh, you take something like Matt Stafford's offensive line. You go look what the Eagles did to it in the second half. Stafford couldn't stay upright. You know, you look at some of these other guys. Um, uh, Justin Herbert does not have a playoff win. You know, um, Brock Purdy has two. <laughs> you know, I know both were at home, but again, Jason Jalen Hurts only did it for a year, folks. Just we got to stop with this. And here's the interesting thing. Not all those guys were first-round picks. Tua, yes. Stafford, way back, the only number one overall pick in there. Lamar's the dead last pick in the first round. Mahomes, I think, went 10th. Um, 
Trevor Lawrence obviously went first. Joe Burrow went first. Okay, so three number one guys in there. Josh Allen was a top 10 guy. Jalen Hurts was not a first round guy. Like, circumstance certainly matters. And I, I just think we're at the stage where we need to stop with the, well, what about, you know, uh, we're not sure. And look at that. Just stop. Brock Purdy can make all the throws. He processes quickly, gets the ball out. Dallas didn't really, they didn't confuse him at all. They did nothing to slow him down. And all this being said, I'm throwing all the gas, all the smoke. Yes, Brock Purdy is the man. The first bet I made <laughs> for week six in the NFL was the Cleveland Browns getting three and a half at home against the undefeated mighty San Francisco 49ers. Rob G does not like the Niners because he's a Raiders fan, but I know, Rob, any NFL rankings worth their salt has to, has to have the Niners at the top of the charts heading into week six. Yeah, I don't think that's, you know, even a debate at this point. You know, one thing that people like to say when you're debating these kinds of things, because it's all subjective, right, is, well, who have you beaten? Because that, that was the big argument about the Cowboys coming into last night where it's like, yeah. yeah, they beat up on the Jets and the Giants and the Patriots, and then they inexplicably lost to the Cardinals. But, like, you know, they're, they're great, but who have they beaten to make us feel like they're really that good? You know, that's one thing that, had, that Buffalo had going for them is that they put it on Miami, you know, strong last week. And that was something that was discussed a little bit about the Niners coming into Sunday. And what did they do? They did what they do to everybody else. They beat the living shit out of the Dallas Cowboys. It looked exactly the way, the way they played against Dallas was exactly the way they played against the uh, Steelers. It's exactly the way they played against the Giants, exactly the way they played against the Rams. They out physical at the line of scrimmage and Brock mother effing Purdy was making all the throws whenever he had to. Last night, completed 7 of 10 passes over 10 air yards for 166 and 3 touchdowns. He currently leads the NFL in completion percentage on passes over 10 yards at 72%. Jeez. All four of his touchdown passes came from outside the tackle box. So he wasn't just standing back there like a statue with no one around him yeah. and hitting wide open guys. No, he was making things happen. Right, even on the trick play, they had a guy bearing down on him. He was still able to throw it on stri or in stride and Kittle waltz into the end zone. Brock Purdy, I personally have him at eight. You have him at ten. I'm not going to quibble over that. Like, no, I think no, I don't. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't have him exactly at ten. I just had like a no order. Those okay. Are the 10 well, best. whatever. You have him. Um, I, I, yeah, we're we're pretty much on in line with that. Pretty much on the same page. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I'm going to say, and, I, and this is not a fully baked out idea. But the more I think about it, the more I'm convincing myself that this is the case. To me, right now, in October of 2023, is it fair to say that Brock Purdy is the next coming or the second coming or this version of Joe Burrow? Mm. Because Brock Purdy, like Joe Burrow, doesn't have the biggest arm. He's not the fleetest of foot. He's not a, a hulking six foot five, two hundred and thirty-five guy like Justin Herbert. You know, he's not uber elusive like Lamar Jackson. He's not a squatting six hundred pounds like like uh, Jalen Hurts. But all he does is win games, and he's highly productive. Going back to Joe Burrow's second season when they made the Super Bowl, completed seventy percent of his passes, thirty-four touchdowns, fourteen interceptions, uh, two hundred about two hundred eighty-eight yards a game and a passer rating of 108. 
coming into Sunday night, when the numbers are all going to go up, Brock Purdy, 72% completion, 255 yards per game, five touchdowns, no picks, 115 QB rating. So that's all going to go up. He's at nine touchdowns now. The QB rating is going to go up probably to like 118 at this point when these stats get uh, updated later on this morning. And the thing that they both have in common, Purdy this season, Burrow that second Super Bowl season, they had all these weapons, both of them. They had a coach that came from the same tree because, you know, Zach Taylor came from the McVay-Shanahan tree and Kyle Shanahan, of course, his dad, Mike Shanahan. Joe Burrow had Jamar Chase. He had T. Higgins. He had Tyler Boyd. He had Joe Mixon. Brock Purdy has Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. So you can't say like one is definitively, oh, look at the weapons this guy has. Like, no, they're, they're basically dealing from the same deck, in my opinion. And I think right now we are in the midst of Brock Purdy's quote unquote Joe Burrow season where you're going to see at the end of the year, I expect at a minimum, this Niners team is going to be in the NFC championship game. And you're going to start saying, wow, like, is, is this guy a top three quarterback? Is, is he? Wow. You know, right. He is going to put up that kind of year. And as soon as people start to accept that they're not winning in spite of him, they're winning because of him, that he is not, he's not along for the ride. He is pulling his weight just as much as anyone else on that offense. He is putting up great numbers on a great team. And the other thing, I know this is a a hashtag analysis, but this is something that I pointed out. One thing that I really like like about Brock Purdy, if you watch him play, he's never sweating. I know this is like a dumb thing, but in, in my experience, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, no matter what climate they're in, no matter what the score, they're stone cold dry and they look like, you know, nothing has changed. It's zero, zero. It's 21, nothing. They're the same guy. Brock Purdy is the same guy. And on the flip side, on the flip side, Dak Prescott, heavy sweater. Doesn't matter. He's always dripping. And so that's why you just can't trust Dak Prescott. A personal shot. I'm a heavy sweater. Um, so I coached my daughter's soccer team with another dad. And like Saturday, it was hot as hell out here in L.A., probably like 82 degrees on the turf. And I, 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 had, to, I had to wear two T-shirts because, Rob, I don't know if you know any sweaters, but I don't like being in public where I have like the stains on the T-shirt. I get you, it. You've yeah. seen those people, right? Mm-hmm. So I wear an undershirt when I wear a T-shirt if I'm outside a lot. Um, and I got home, like literally put on this outfit for the game, got home, both of the shirts in the laundry. Couldn't wear that shirt because I'm a sweater. Uh, but you're, that's an interesting point on Purdy that you compare him to Burrow. Because uh, I was just looking up, Purdy was only a three-star recruit, um, did not have like everybody beating down his door, uh, opened his um, freshman year at Iowa State third on the depth chart. And of course, magically, you know, one guy gets hurt, another guy's ineffective, he gets thrust in and he just like kept the job. But I did. I was looking because one of my big things that I love about Burrow is he was a point guard in basketball, like an awesome AAU point guard, like reading the defense, reading the game, like just like you know your Magic Johnson under center. And I don't see any of that in Purdy's background. Um, but for whatever reason, maybe the offensive line is very good. His processing is just like Bing Bang Boom, and that's a lot of these people online are like, oh well, you know he's a system quarterback. Brady was a system. Well. I don't. Brady was a six-round pick, and yes, it worked. But I would like to ask, there is now a large sample of what other quarterbacks look like in Belichick's system. 
And not to get too much off the path, but um, Mac Jones ain't that dude. And we will get to Mac Jones shortly. Cam Newton was a little washed at the time. Like, you know, the system matters, but you've got to have a guy to run the system. Like Trey Lance, insane talent. He barely had any college starts. He couldn't run the system. Jimmy Garoppolo could, did a good job. I think they felt like that was their ceiling with Jimmy G because he couldn't make some of the throws pretty, Ken, as you noted. I think leading the league in accuracy on passes 10 or more yards downfield. Now, having Shanahan scheme up that stuff is incredible. But, Rob, I also can't let this go without going after the Cowboys a little bit. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people like the Cowboys this week, like them to go to the Super Bowl. I don't want to hear this is about the Diggs loss, okay? You know, Rob, we've been banging on McCarthy most of the season. Well, the red zone woes, they miss Kellen Moore. You know, we can't bang on the red zone woes this morning because they didn't make it into the red zone once. Did not get to the red zone all game against San Fran. That's how bad it was. With Dak... I had to write these numbers before he got pulled for uh, Cooper Rush, the immortal Cooper Rush. Dak at quarterback, Dallas had seven first downs, 181 yards, 4.5 yards per play. That's it. And if you watch Dak rolling out, he can't escape those fast linebackers. Like, it's just, it's not a tool that he has in his toolbox anymore. He cannot outrun dudes. Now, you know, six, seven years ago as a rookie, I mean, Dak actually was kind of, I, I, I called him a game manager at the time, and I would say Purdy, Rob, on some level has been a game manager, right? Don't make mistakes, Brock. Do the reads. Go through it. We got the guys. We got the plays. We got the scheme. I, like Dak got, Dak was that guy. Remember as a rookie, I, I'm almost certain, because I was so stunned by this, 24 touchdowns and four interceptions. I think those were the exact numbers. Like, folks, is, I, I don't know if Brock Purdy's going to throw four interceptions this season. And he certainly is going to surpass 24 touchdowns because I, I, you can see, like, again, their point totals here early in the season, 30-7 to 7 over Pitt. By the way, somehow Pitt is 3-2 and two now. They're not good. We know that. But their Pittsburgh defense, they were healthy in week one. 30-23 to 23 over the Rams was only close because of that late field goal by McVay. 30-12 to 12 over the hapless Giants. 35-16 over Arizona. 42-10 over Dallas. Folks, I know the defense is delivering, but... This is the most complete team in the NFL. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. 
Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. For instance, this weekend, my Jets and the Denver Broncos. Folks, somehow the Jets find themselves on the look-ahead as underdogs in Denver. Okay, Zach Wilson looks competent. I think the Jets got a shot here. Just consider it, okay? Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code STRAIGHTFIRE only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Something magical happens when the third quarter ends and the fourth quarter begins. The energy changes. The fourth quarter is where games are won, where champions are made. And in business, it's where sales teams become legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub to give sales reps the deal-making tools they need to win in Q4 and close the year strong. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule, goals, and to-do list in one place to save your team precious fourth-quarter time. Smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. And with an easy-to-use deal management tool, reps can find, track, and close deals all in one place. Plus, AI forecasting helps you accurately predict future success, which means less hoping for deals and more crushing targets. Put your sales team on the fast track to win Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at hubspot.com slash sales. Before we get to the next topic, I do want to ask you this because I floated it on social media. Who is more likely to spoil the Niners-Eagles rematch? Okay. The Cowboys, the Detroit Lions, or someone else in the NFC? I'll let you go first. Oh, the Detroit Lions. Because in my opinion... And, and what sucks because I picked them to miss the playoffs, so I, you know, I got to be honest with myself. Yeah, no, the, the, they to me are the only team that has a realistic shot of challenging either of those top two teams for home field in the playoffs. So it might not be, you know, obviously if they're the, the number two seed, they'll have the home field against either the Niners or the Eagles. So I could see Ford Field being a factor. And the Detroit Lions being the team that, you know, derails us from the rematch. And b- before we get to the whole Lions-Cowboys thing, I- I'll point out, you know, the Cowboys don't have a really good win on the ledger. The Lions 
they smashed Carolina. They beat Green Bay on the road. They beat the Falcons, who stink. Um, and that was at Detroit, where the Falcons can't play on the road. And they did beat KC on the road, 21-20. That probably goes, that 21-20 win probably ends up being the reason, Rob, that Detroit hosts one or two playoff games. Because I'm looking at the schedule. Tampa, Baltimore Raiders are next three. Can they win two out of those three? Certainly. Um, After the bye, Chargers, Bears, Packers, a lot of weak teams. They close out with Chicago, Denver, and Minnesota. We can honestly say, I have no idea who's going to be quarterback in those final three games. Like, this could be a 12-win Lions team. And if that's the case... Dallas is probably going to be going to Detroit for a playoff game. I don't know, folks. This is one of those damaging losses for Dallas where you just, the seeds of doubt are planted. Like, oh, maybe the Arizona loss was a fluke. They gave up 400 yards of offense and 200 plus on the ground. Maybe it was a fluke. It's not a fluke. San Fran just did whatever they wanted, bullied them in the trenches. They're tougher. They're more talented. They're better coached. San Fran, best team in the NFL right now. All right, let's move on to uh, a topic. You know, uh, ordinarily I would have led with this because it's the... uh, Demise of a team that, you know, I dislike greatly. That'd be the New England Patriots, who got smashed. Let me get the exact score here. 34. Is that right? 34? Oh, yeah. 34 to nothing. The worst. Hold on. I had to write some of these down. The worst shutout home loss in franchise history. The first time they've been shut out since 2016 when Tom Brady was serving a Deflategate suspension. The Patriots, similar to how Dallas kind of pooped their pants on uh, Sunday Night Football, not a lot of people watched this uh, Patriots-Saints game because it was crap. The Patriots had eight first downs in the game. They had one turnover in the second half. Turnover machine, Mac Jones started it. And and the story, and we've been hammering this home every week, they start the game with ineptitude, and this is on Mac Jones. They were down 16-0 to the Eagles, 17-3 to the Dolphins, 28-3 to Dallas, 21-0 to the Saints. The lone win the Patriots have. It's against my guy, Zach Wilson. You know, whatever. Beat him 15-10. Survived. That that game, by the way, three weeks ago was the last time the uh, Patriots offense scored a touchdown. Now listen. When Bill Belichick loses back-to-back games by a combined 72-3, I think something's up. I think, Rob, I got to start here. I'm not a Mac Jones guy. I don't think New England's in on Mac Jones anymore. We saw some pushback on a uh, a Fox Sports article by um, a former colleague of mine, Henry McKenna. Really good piece about how Mac Jones is starting to uh, let his displeasure be known. Or people in his circle are starting to put it out like, hey, this isn't all on Mac. You know, it's tough to cook when you got some uh, garbage vegetables and the meat stale. Like, I don't have much I'm working with. Well, didn't we hear that last year, Mac? Well, I, Matt Patricia, come on. This is a defensive guy. Yeah, this guy stinks. Well, Bill O'Brien, let's bring in Bill O'Brien. Okay, Mac. You got your guy. How are things working out with Bill O'Brien? Who are you going to blame now? Offensive line injuries? Everybody has those. Devontae Parker? I mean, Bill went out and got Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, wait a minute. Bill got Juju. Bill got Mac. And Bill and the Patriots are now 1-4. and four. And folks... We talked about it preseason. This has this is the toughest or second toughest schedule in the league, and I I, I can honestly say this is a five win team. I think at best, and where it really gets interesting, Rob, is what do the Patriots end up doing? If they're bad enough, does Kraft say, you know, Bill, let's 
let's just move you to a, a higher up role in the organization. We'll just, you know, you, you have such a good vision and you're a legend. We'll just move you into the front office, kind of like an emeritus role. And um, we'll just bring in a new coach. You know, the coaching, you know, we, we're doing a rebuild here. We'll have you up in the, uh, up in the front office. You think Bill would take that? Or he'd say, whoa, now we stink and I get a shot at a quarterback in the top five and you're not letting me do it? Well, what's going on here? I don't think Belichick wants to go out like this and it's going to get really interesting in Foxborough. Like, Bill, we let you take Mac Jones and now you're drafting high and we're going to let you take the quarterback again? I mean, everything I look at, Rob, when I watch Mac Jones is that's not a modern quarterback. He's immobile. He's got cement shoes on. Um, panicky in the pocket. And he doesn't, you know how like when you're playing basketball and you're on a fast break and you maybe throw it away, you tap your chest, that's my bad, my bad. It's on me, got it. I don't see Mac Jones taking ownership of anything out there. I don't see any fire on the sideline. It just, I don't want to say he looks checked out, but clearly there's a disconnect between Bill O'Brien, Mac Jones, and Bill Belichick. Because every game, Mac Jones is screwing up early, putting him in a hole, and they can't dig out of it. Folks, that intercept, that pick six by Honey Badger, like, what the hell was that? It's like, oh, pressure's coming. Blah, just vomits up a ball into the middle of the field. Like, what are you doing? You know, I'm coaching the with this other dad, uh, U12 girls soccer. Like, the number one rule for defenders. Go to the outside. Don't put the ball in the middle of the field. Well, don't do that. Like, Mac Jones, bro, you were a quarterback at Alabama. You know, in the NFL. And you're just vomiting the ball up into the middle of the field in traffic to, to avoid a sack? Like, that's, that's some Zach Wilson stuff. Rob, I don't know. I, I don't know if you could tell me clearly that at this point, like, Mac Jones is better than Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. Like, I'm starting to put him in that category at this point. Yeah, and that's totally fair. And um, before I get to what you said, my favorite stat, this might be my favorite stat of all time, uh, as of early Monday morning, Mac Jones is now responsible for almost as many defensive touchdowns, four, as offensive touchdowns, five. Three pick sixes and a fumble six. Like, I, that is unbelievably bad. That is little Giants level bad, right? And it's interesting that you bring up Zach Wilson because I think that Zach Wilson and Mac Jones have one thing in common and it's not great. Just looking from the outside, I don't know these guys. I know people who cover the teams, but I don't know them personally. So, you know, but take it with a grain of salt. They both give off the vibe that they are petulant, entitled, spoiled brats. Nothing's ever their fault. They don't know how to galvanize a room because in their, in their eyes, it's not, they didn't do it wrong. It was someone else's fault. And these, these comments, the Fox Sports that you brought up, the uh, a source close. To, I didn't know. Is Mac Jones good enough to have a source close to Mac Jones? Like, is he that level of player yet where is you that, can have that? Is that his dad? I, probably. I mean, football. usually, usually you got to be famous. like, you got to be somebody like an of a certain ilk to have a source close to that Patrick person. Mahomes. There are sources yeah. close to Mahomes, yeah, right? Exactly, something like that. Mac Jones. Uh, hey, hey, sources close to Brock Purdy. You know, I, I'll put Brock Purdy in that. In that We're there. We're too. there. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. I see. <laughs> but no, like. You're not good enough for that kind of stuff. And, you know, you have the, the nut shots, the sauce gardener, the kicking defensive line that's going back to last season in a pile. And 
he makes like this little whiny face and he's like, oh, what, what do you mean? What, what's going on? And even his own teammates, according to multiple reports, I tell him like, hey, man, you got to stop this stuff because then it's going to lead to us getting kicked and us getting pinched, whatever, in these piles. So you need to cut it out. And even the worst quarterbacks, like I, I think Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. But you see on that team that there are a number of guys who are like, no, we're rolling with Daniel Jones. That's our guy. We think he's elite. <laughs> they're, they're wrong, but they think he's elite. Like they, they, There's on record guys have said that. I don't see anyone anywhere in that locker room saying Mac Jones is our guy. We're rolling with Mac Jones. Because he just doesn't have that same kind of leadership qualities that you look for in a quarterback. And if you don't have that to fall back on, when you stack together these continuous bad games, one on top of another, they're going to discard you real quick. And it's interesting to me that last week, Tom Curran, who covers the team, floated out on a podcast, who lasts longer, Bill Belichick or Mac Jones? And I mean, is that even crazy to say anymore? I mean, I've seen nothing from Mac Jones to think that he would be worthy of keeping over Belichick. Have you? No, but has Mac Jones done anything? I mean, excuse me, has Bill Belichick done anything to make you? Th- you just said you want to bump him up to the front office. Post, like, come on, he's he's an icon in in New England. He's been with the. I mean, what were the New England Patriots before Belichick and Brady? Give me like one or two names. <sighs> Wasn't Bill Parcells Drew Bledsoe? there? Drew Bledsoe, Tony Eason. They weren't terrible. Didn't they make a Super Bowl before <laughs> Belichick? I think I think in in eighty. Are they the ones that got smashed by the 85 Bears? Uh, I'd have to look it up. But didn't, didn't they lose to uh, the Packers in a in Super Bowl? I think in the 90s Bowl? they had, I think, yeah, that was, I think, was it, was it Bledsoe? I think it was Bledsoe. Bottom line, they're it, it, largely an irrelevant franchise. You know, a cut above the Jets, but what does that say? They made a Super Bowl <laughs> or two, you know, and the Jets did, you know, for 30 years, since like Joe Namath. I don't know, I just, I mean, part of me wonders, like, is the game passing Belichick by but at the same time like Mac Jones isn't built for the modern game but Belichick drafted him you know it's like one of those chicken and egg things Mm -hmm. like which came first and it's like uh, I don't know you would you would take Mac Jones over Belichick no I I would take Bill Belichick but you know the fact that somebody reputable around the team would even float that out Mm -hmm. says a lot about both guys in my opinion because I think you know, everyone, needs, you know. everyone from the outside, I think, knows that Mac Jones is not the guy. But it seems to be like there's a groundswell in the New England area of people saying, well, Mac Jones may not be the guy, but Bill Belichick is definitely not the guy anymore. Because he's the one who, who, who runs this team. He not, he not only is the coach, he is the general manager. He is, the, he is the, the grocery purchaser and the chef. So... Ultimately, the buck has to stop with him. I understand that. Maybe the, 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 the plan is, like you said, take away one of those responsibilities and then he can flourish again. Maybe you say, hey, you're no longer the GM. We're just going to make you the coach. But then does he even roll with that? Would he say, I'd rather step down than be demoted in that way? So I part of, okay, so remember, Nick Saban went through some growing pains at Alabama and he was a, he's historically been a great defensive guy and the offense is kind of passing it by. And you know what he said? You know what? I don't get offense in the modern era. I'm hands off. And he basically said, I'm handing off the offense every year to some genius offensive coordinator who's going to dial up whatever's current, and we're going to roll with that. And uh, Lane Kiffin was certainly in there. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure Sarkeesian was in there, but he would just get smart young minds and say, you run the offense. And like, that's very self-aware of Nick Saban to be like, I, I don't get it anymore. I can't hang. Let's go with these guys. They know what they're doing. And it's like, does Belichick have that awareness? Now, Rob, it takes a special person to say, I, I don't get this anymore, you know? And I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to take a backseat to the offense. Like, I don't see Belichick doing that. But, you know, Bill, Bill O'Brien's his guy. I don't think Bill O'Brien's very modern. At any rate, let's move on. Um, I don't know if there's a final topic, but um, I have to take a mulligan. As great as the weekend was, and it wasn't perfect, um, Nikoxa lost again. Very bad. Very bad for a lot of things. But you don't care about Mexican soccer. Um, I was wrong on Sean Payton in Denver. I thought they would be like an 8-9-10 win team this year. I thought they'd be in the playoffs. I'm in a um, wins pool uh, where you have to pick who, which team is going to have the most wins. And I drafted the Broncos. So that's not going well. Although my other teams are going awesome. Uh, the Broncos are weighing me down. And, folks, it's about to get worse. Denver now 1-4, okay? And that's a 1-4 record having faced Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Howell, Tua, 700-yard game, Fields, and Zach Wilson. And they're 1-4. They're 0-3 at home. This is heading toward disaster. This week, they have the Kansas City Chiefs on a short week on the road. I, I don't think Mahomes and Reed are going down. We'll see what's up with Kelsey. You know, he had the ankle, came back, was okay. We'll see. Um, then they have Green Bay. I would say that's winnable, but I, we'll see. I like. We'll talk about Packers, Raiders in a sec. Then they have Chiefs again, then the bye, then Buffalo. Very good chance they're definitely losing three of those games. So you're now 1-7, and, and if you beat Green Bay... You'd maybe be two and seven. What are we doing? But the problem is, and Rob and I looked at this, like the contract hasn't kicked in yet really for Russ. So all of a sudden you're like, oh, geez. What? Like, okay, maybe they start selling off. Hey, who wants Jerry Judy? Does anybody want Cortland Sutton? You start selling off pieces. Great. Go for it. Get a bunch of draft picks to get back in the mix. But what are you getting awful for? A left tackle, um, a, an edge rusher, or are you just saying, hey, by, by by sheer volume and quantity, we'll get back in the mix if we can get, let's say, if we go into this draft with an extra second and an extra third, and you know, we come, we, let's just say we get four of the top, five of the top ninety picks, or something like that, and we can get four of those guys turn out to be starters. Boom, we're on the comeback, you know, because the defense can't stop a nosebleed. Is, is, is that getting Sean Payton excited? Like, I know everybody's going to want to say Russell Wilson six, but Rob, we agree. He's not the problem. The problem right now is the defense, but the other problem is Sean Payton, to borrow a line from Top Gun, his mouth wrote a lot of checks that his butt has not been cashing. Um, they lost some close ones. I still maintain that Raiders, they should have won that Raiders game. I still maintain they should have won that Washington game. But at some point, you got to stop with the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Um, the Jets scored... <laughs> 31 points with one offensive touchdown. Uh, the Jets were 0 for 5 in the red zone. And they still won in Denver. It's like, oh my gosh. Um, I don't know, Rob. I don't think there's an easy fix here, Rob. This is really tough. I, I don't think they're going to be aggressively bad enough to play them way their way to Caleb Williams. But even if you did, wh what are you doing? Are you trading the pick because you've got to pay Russ? Like I, I, none, nothing, none of this makes sense. 
Yeah, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Just looking at Spot Track, they don't have even a realistic out on Russell Wilson until following the 2025 season. And oh. even if they did that, even if they said, okay, after, was it now? That would be year four of the half. Russell Wilson. Yeah. yeah, so two more, two and a half years from now. The following year, in 2026, if they were to let him go in the offseason, the dead cap is still $31 million. That's even if that's the it's even with the quote unquote realistic out. So realistically, the, there really the is no out. It's not the worst thing in the world if the cap goes up, but it's still a massive hit, right? Thirty-one million for a guy who's not playing for you is, you know, Atlanta Falcons esque. They, I think they did that with Matt we Ryan. Need, yeah. You know, we like need it, a list, Rob. Yeah, of those big cap. What was the Matt Ryan one? That's a good one. You just brought that. Matt, I'm trying to think like. 30 Matt Ryan's was probably 25 30 million 35 now listen they were aggressively bad and oh they've turned it around and uh, we don't know what they are um oh I, yeah, we, uh, it was World 40 World 40 million they took a one-year bath for 40 million but then they had zero the rest of the way so but if okay. the Denver if Denver did that though if they let him go they'd have 31 12.8 4.4 so they still wouldn't even be able to get out like scot-free in one season it's still a, a no. cascading cap number so that that's number one um number two you brought up their, their defense is absolutely abysmal according to aaron Schatz, friend of the show he's been on this pod multiple times now the denver broncos through the first four weeks of the season had the worst defense ever according to dvoa <laughs> Then they played week five, and they are still the worst defense ever, according to DVOA. This season alone, they give up 46 more yards per game than the second worst team, the Chargers. To put that into context, that the 46-yard difference is the same difference between the number three defense, which is Baltimore, and the number 10 defense, which is the Eagles. Okay, Their points per game. I know that's kind of skewed by the 70-burger, but we got to keep it real here. They're giving up 36 points per game. How much of it skewed? Yeah, I think it's a lot skewed by, by the Miami. Right? I mean, they, the Raiders only had 17 points, right? But that's the Raiders. They don't score more than 17 against anybody. Well, and, Howell and just, did go off against them. Yeah, he really did. And, and just look, last season, they gave up 21 with a lot of the same players. Mm. The, the common denominator is Sean Payton. Sean Payton came in, couldn't get Vic Vangio to stay, ended up going to to Miami and even their defense isn't that great to be honest with you but you can he came in and the whole narrative around this this team in the offseason was if they could just get their offense right that's a playoff team heck that might even be a dark horse Super Bowl team because that defense no, is very gosh. no th there were I, I, I didn't say I that say but that, that was out there yeah, yeah. because they say hey if this defense is giving up 21 20 there was a stat I, I wish I had in front of me that if they had just scored 17 points per game that they would have won oh, 10 games right, yeah. like it, it it was ridiculous how good how inept there was offensively so they said hey if this offense is even average they're going to be in the playoffs they're going to you know make some noise in the afc and now the offense is middle of the road you know sean payton's lived up to that end of the bargain but in the process has just let the defense fall off a cliff and it's yeah. and it's why because of all the talk he did in the offseason it's why I don't think anyone feels sorry for him. It's why well, everyone's going to keep pointing and laughing as long as they can because he came in and talked a big talk 
and he has fallen flat on his face in a way I don't think I've seen any coach fall this quickly. You, you know, you, t- you, you get a new job, and obviously you want to bring your team in, right? You want to bring in your guys. It takes some time, right? No, Rome wasn't built in a day. Obvious cheesy quote. You, you know, I, I can't crush him. I, I, and again, I, I, I know him a little bit. I just feel like everybody needs a little bit of time to get their right coaches in there, got to get the right players. Like, he's still in the evaluation phase, right? He evaluated Randy Gregory and was like, why did you guys give him this horrible contract? And I wonder, Rob, if Jettison Gregory, who I believe the last GM drafted, or, or, or not drafted, but got Signed free him. agency. Yep. Right. Is that a way for Peyton to see like, hey, hey, I got my, I got one hand tied behind my back. You guys are signing clowns like Gregory. We're getting rid of him, get, shipping him to Sanford. We got to get out, get off this guy. Is that planting the seed that hey, look what I'm working with here. We got a lot of stuff to clean out. Would not be surprised if Denver had some big moves um, here coming forward. Um, well, any quickly, other, I'm trying you, to look you know, at you. you know who else did that? Josh McDaniels with the Raiders. He took a a, an, a wild card playoff team that was already in place added Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones and got markedly worse. Sean Payton shows up to a team with a top 10 defense and they get markedly worse. You know, I'm just, just putting it out there. Just saying. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, Cooper Cup's back. I mean, there's some okay stuff. I will just say, <coughs> before we get to the best bet for Monday Night Football, one of the crazier games I've seen this year is Steelers-Ravens. I'm telling you, Ravens went down the field, 10 nothing lead real quick. And I, I wrote that off as a loss. I said, this is why you don't bet, like, gross teams that stink. But as we talked about at length, anytime a spread in the series is bigger than three, you've got to really take a close look. And, I mean, what do they say, by hook or by crook? I don't even really know what that means, but my, my parents say it. Um, Baltimore just falls on its face in the second half. Rob, I've never seen anything as crazy this season as, well, there's been a lot of crazy stuff. I'll say this week. Um, Steelers, you can feel the vibes. They're coming back. Baltimore punts it, and and the returner, Gunner, the white kid who used to be on the Patriots, fumbles. Lamar takes over, I think, at like the 10-yard line. And it's 10-8. I'm like, great. They're going to score. There's no chance Pittsburgh can cover. Lamar throws one of the ugliest fades that I've seen, underthrown woefully, intercepted by the rookie, Joey Porter Jr. And that just flipped the game. And it's weird because... Harbaugh at the end of the first half, and I watch this way too closely because of the pit investment. Like they they were in field goal range. They were like at the 30. And for whatever reason, Lamar like took too long scrambling and threw it away. And like the half ended, and John Harbaugh's like, what did we just do? We just left points on the board. And and they totally did in the end zone. Now, I'll say this: Baltimore had Rob, I don't know how close you watched, two touchdown passes dropped. Like, I mean, straight up dropped. One of them, I think, was Bateman. And I don't know if that guy got back on the field because it was bad down the right sideline. And the other one was pretty bad too. But then Lamar had a quote to The Athletic about, hey, hold on, let me get the exact quote so I don't misquote uh, Lamar Jackson. But it was one of those like, oh, wow, this is a real thing. Um, Lamar Jackson, we don't expect our guys to drop passes. <laughs> like, uh, Lamar, how about an underthrown INT in the end zone? Uh, Odell Beckham did not look great. Baltimore, I don't know if they're good, Rob. Are they good? They're 3-2. and two. Are they good? I think they're good. I mean, to really? your point, I mean, uh, it's hard for me they to Kenny say. They let Kenny Pickett yes. go, go 80 yes. yards yes. It, yes. with like a minute 17 left. What? 
Marlon to- Humphrey, their best cornerback, got cooked by Pickens. Totally factual. Um, I believe, though, coming into Sunday's game, they were, along with the Niners, the only team who had not dropped the pass yet. They were oh. credited on Sunday against Pittsburgh with six official drops, but you know they have the unofficial wow. ones by like the beat writers and, or the fans, you know, the yeah. Redditors. Oh, that's a good They one. said they counted closer to 10 drops. And according mm. to one poster, uh, Rashad Bateman dropped a touchdown. Nelson Aguilar dropped. Pro- I think Bateman was Nelson Aguilar dropped two touchdowns. That, well, I think maybe oh, the second one, it seems like it's kind of a stretch. I think it would have been a deep pass, but I don't think he would have actually scored on that play. And Zay Flowers dropped a touchdown. So four, yeah, had a couple, yeah couple four touchdown dr- drops. So you know, if even half of those are converted, it's it's a blowout. But as so they say, it, it wasn't. I, you say that, and you're like, oh well, maybe they're better than the the score indicates. Rob, they go to Tennessee this week. Tennessee's good at home, crappy on the road. Baltimore's favored by four, and I just want to remind people: go look up Lamar Jackson in the playoffs against Tennessee. Um, he had one awesome scheme, totally shut him down. The other one, Lamar, like ended up coming back and winning, but it was a close game. I almost bet the Ravens, but I was like, let me hold off. Um, uh, Rob, I guess final thoughts before we get to best bet. Uh, do you want to guess the spread on Miami at home against Carolina? Oh, man. Uh, Bryce Young against Tua. Two Alabama guys, yeah. Miami minus 13 and a half. Wow, nailed it. Now yes. it is 14 at one spot, but 13 and a half almost market wide. Uh, I almost hit the pound button. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me see what Miami has next. Philadelphia Eagles after this. Do they possibly, like you like to say, play with their food in the second half and Trap Bryce game. Young destroys it? Just be careful with the Eagles on deck. Uh, the, old, the other game, I told you guys I bet Cleveland three and a half. Nobody's touching that. Oh, this is interesting. Washington off a colossal embarrassment at home against the Bears where Magic Johnson, the new owner, took a shot, okay? They go to Atlanta. Falcons have only won at home, and the Falcons are favored by two. Any lean there? Give me the commanders. Was that 10 days rest now at that point? Extra rest. um, Desmond Ritter only looks good at home, man. Only looks good. Right. Oh, oh, wait. One more. One more. Jets. Hosting the Eagles. Uh, now, Eagles do have, like I said, Miami next week. Jets a bit of an afterthought. Jets have been plucky at home. Beat Buffalo. Covered against the Chiefs. Six. Who you got? I got the Eagles. Yeah, they're going to that That, that, that yeah. defensive line is going to wreak havoc against the Jets' offensive line. Yeah. Uh, all, all the right, good Monday vibes football, that we Rob. had, it's just already gone. No, listen, uh, it's two, they're two and four. I, I don't think it's over for the Jets. Look, the schedule is very manageable. Uh, and the defense is playing good. Well, they're playing okay. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin 
Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being in a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. I don't get this. The Raiders are favored by two tonight on Monday Night Football against the Green Bay Packers. I'm trying to get there. I don't see how the Vegas Raiders are favored over anybody. The last time we had this, they were favored against Pittsburgh. And I'm like, what? why? And they did not look good. And then Aiden O'Connell steps in. They're getting smashed against the Chargers, come back and get feisty. I, I don't see it, Rob. What am I missing? How are the Raiders favored? Are the, are the Packers that bad? I, well, I mean, Jordan Love, I know the touchdowns look good, but he hasn't really been a good quarterback this season. You know, he's falling behind multiple times now early. Uh, I believe he's only competing like 55% of his passes, which in today's NFL is absolutely horrendous. You know, when guys are completing upwards of 70 these days, if you're, you know, 55, that's, that's horrible. And um, they're, they're still dealing with some key injuries. In, in, in with the Packers. So I could see if you're an odds maker how you might work that into your favor. But even as a Raiders fan, I mean, we, we can't score more than 70 points against anybody against the worst defenses. So I, I would assume that the Packers can score more than 17 points even with Jordan Love, you know, missing half of his passes. So yeah, I would lean Packers on this one. Uh, I, Packers are nothing for me. Um, I, I think Packers money. I think they win the game. Uh, I just I know their defense was bad against the Lions. I think that was a lot of the Lions looking good, and the Lions kind of are good. Um, just random, Rob. Um, fantasy football. How did you do over the weekend? Oh, came back with a W. Oh, I was oh, I was behind oh, early because of Justin Fields. Justin Fields was giving me the business, but um, 
I tripled up on the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. Or excuse oh, me, quadrupled you have up. H-Chain? I, I have A-Chan, I have Tyreek Hill, oh. I have Tua, and I even started the Dolphins defense. So that four alone was enough for made me comfortably have the lead going into Monday night. Wow. So I'm more I'm gar- I could bench Josh Jacobs and still get the win, but I won't because you know, long term. He's not gonna fumble seven times. Right, um, exactly. So it's interesting. I was down big to DJ Moore, and man, my team came through. I mean, me and my son had a really, really good weekend. Um, I'll say it's interesting. Fantasy strategy going forward. Do you automatically pay, play the defense facing the Patriots? Or the Giants, yeah. I thought it was the Giants. Or the Giants. Yeah. I mean, they gave up six sacks. Daniel Jones ends up leaving. Like, Eventually, the Giants will get healthy and maybe win some games. I don't know. League is getting wild. Uh, all right. That's a long, long, long Monday pod. We will get back to, to you tomorrow, uh, hopefully Tuesday Night Football. Or Monday Night Football is good. Uh, and then we'll have a good pod Tuesday. And then a frequent guest who likes to come on the pod and always shed some light on gambling and other things, he will be stopping by on Wednesday. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 